the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, like I always am, and joining me, like he always is, it's Matt. What's your mate, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. I um, the Tottenham won a game. That's uh, we scored goals. Yeah, um, shots on target as well. I, yeah, yeah, that was that was the bare minimum. I, I don't know about you, but it feels like a real kind of famine and feast scenario. But the the bonkers stat, and I know I'm stepping on you here with Matt's stats, but the bonkers stat is we are still the top goal scoring team in English football. For 2022, even though we had two games in a row where we didn't even register a shot on target. Yeah, well, we thought we could give the other guys a chance. All these clubs that I I see in my brain, they just hammer teams every week. And yet we've outscored all of them in 2022. Yeah, that is insane, isn't it? That's weird. (laughs) The thing is, like, it's, you know, we had those two odd games, you know, the the, the two Bs games, but. Apart from that, like you know, you take them two out of the equation, yeah, and it, it would make sense, doing. wouldn't it? But no, you're absolutely right. You know, if you, I, I don't know, it's almost like um, me and you were just trying to work out how or why and what the hell's happened for a couple of games. Obviously, I'm just delighted that that didn't continue. Um, you know, we were we were much better. I, I do I do wonder uh, because I've talked about this a lot, and I do wonder about a mentality issue around the kind of. When you achieve where you like, we're a good team chasing, if this makes sense. Like, we were chasing fourth. We were not going to be able to get fourth, but we were chasing it. And the minute everyone fell apart around us and we actually got fourth, we fell apart. Yeah. And then we're back to fifth, and all of a sudden, hey, right, well, we got to sort this out. We, you know, we need to be chasing again. And all of a sudden, we look good again. And I do think to myself, there must be that must be something in that. There must be some sort of when they all got the got fourth place, they went, "Oh, good, we're there." <laughs> yeah, to be fair, though, that's yeah. what the, the scumbags have done as well. You know, yeah. they they got there, didn't they? And then they lost yeah. three games in a row, and then they started chasing us, and they started winning. Yeah. It's like that kind of it's, it's a... whatever happens at the end. You know, let's let's hope that yeah. we're because we are. I guess we are the ones chasing now. I mean, if we we, we are, we are definitely. I mean, and and I think the. I, I I had a dream last night, man. I had a dream. Yeah, I had a dream. And in that dream, I saw us beating Liverpool. Really? I, I then woke up. <laughs> but, yes, in the dream, we beat Liverpool. And we didn't just beat them. We actually beat them like 4-2. So who scored? I mean, I'm, uh, people people have got their, their raps yeah, out now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Son with two, Kane with two. And there was assists. I remember, like, this is really vivid in my mind. And the reason, and this is so stupid, right? I know that we won 4-2 from my dream. I know that Kane got two, Sonny got two, and they assisted each other, right? So this is how vivid my dream was. But the funny thing is, my dream didn't show me the game, didn't show me the didn't show me the goals or anything like that. But I've got an interview with Klopp going mental about the referee. Oh, really? Now, is it just... It's quite detailed, sir. <laughs> I know, but it's just kind of like... Anyone listening right now would probably think if we were to beat Liverpool 4-2 at Anfield, right? Which is nuts. It's just yeah. not even in the realm of spectrum. Even in my dream, I'm like, no. Yeah, we beat Man City 3-2 at their ground, so, you know, nothing's impossible, mate. No, nothing is impossible. 
impossible, highly improbable, yeah. but not impossible. Um, but the idea that Klopp would blame the referee does really it, like my brain just went, yeah, that happened. It fits. Yeah, that, that would totally. You know, it couldn't be him. Couldn't be his team. You know, he couldn't come out and go. You know, clearly our schedules caught up to us, and Tottenham did well today. Klopp would have to come out with the sun was in our eyes. <laughs> the referee was biased. Their players ran. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're not supposed yeah, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. You know he's a weird bloke that because like he's got when he was at Dortmund and he wasn't in the Premier League. Jurgen Klopp, I'd look at him and think, oh, he's a character. He's interesting. And Liverpool fans worship, and rightly by the way, because he's done a phenomenal job. Three there. Champions League finals, yeah. Yeah, three Champions League finals, one Champions League, a Premier League for the first time, and you know it's yeah. So yeah, he's done for them. They you know he can walk on water. Yeah. And and so you know it's all fine, but he is like to me from the outside looking in, the guy, he's so annoying. Yeah, but that's do you know what? That's one of those things where the great great managers, unless you support the club that they manage, yeah. they are really annoying. Uh, but <laughs> I never I never felt that way about Ferguson. Do you think it's because we were crap then? Mm. So like I kind of like it was just, like it wasn't even relevant it, to us. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even in in this like. Like Arsene Wenger is a phenomenal manager uh, who did an amazing thing for Arsenal Football Club, and I can look at him and go, "What he achieved and what he did to revolutionise the game in this country is great." Hate him, uh, <laughs> hate, uh, hate the way he speaks, hate the way he looks, hate the way he walks, talks, everything about that man. There is an inbuilt hatred that, to be honest with you, probably isn't even that rational. But yeah, I, I mean, do. if if he was like successful, like a like anyone but Arsenal we probably wouldn't maybe, have an issue with Liverpool, maybe we? maybe I, I, I honestly don't know honestly he's like one of those people I look at and just think nope don't like you yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Which, which is bad boys and girls we should, <laughs> we should all not judge people just on first glance but yeah I looked at him like nope <laughs> uh, but like Sir Alex Ferguson when he was at Man United like yeah it possibly is that because he, he annoyed everybody I think but me I was just like I like the fact he's just there to win I, I, yeah. I like that about him because there's a very British thing of oh we showed up we did jolly good to get fifth didn't we and every now and again, you get a British competitor come along who's like, no, I'm here to win. Everyone's like, oh, he's a bit arrogant. I'm like, no, he's not a bit arrogant. He's yeah. just competitive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, a... Do you know, it's funny because, like, you know, you think of other sports and hmm. British players that are like that seem to yeah. never get, like, they're always sort of disliked. I mean, a couple, yeah, couple that come yeah. to mind, you've got Andy Murray yeah, yeah, uh, and Lewis Hamilton. Disliked. Yeah, Andy Lewis Murray Hamilton. was disliked until he started losing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Lewis Hamilton's Lewis another Hamilton's one, isn't a great it? example. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton, yeah, it's like, oh, arrogant, up yeah. themselves, cocky. It's like, no, they are competitive as hell. Yeah. Bradley Wiggins, that that That's one always right. came to mind. Um, everybody hated Bradley Wiggins, and then he sort of retired from being at the top of the game, and now he's a lovely personality that everyone likes. <laughs> got a knighthood. <laughs> it's like, you, you, yeah, it just it, it does. It is bizarre, but we as a we as a nation love the kind of. Oh, didn't they do well? Look, you know, Eddie yeah. Eagle Edwards. Oh, he's a hero. Didn't he do well? Like twelfth. Yeah, that was his yeah, best exactly. ever. Best ever was like making the top ten once. And yeah, then you got these other people who actually win stuff on a regular basis. Ah, bloody arrogance! <laughs> I think what How it is. Dare they? Yeah, no, you're right. I think what part of it is is if I if I mean I'm obviously just guessing, but yeah. it must be an element of like. 
I don't want to like you because I want to be you. Like, you oh, know, maybe, I, I, yeah. I want to I want to be having millions and millions of pounds and driving yeah. fast cars around every day. So I, cause um, I, I'm not doing that. I hate you for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a bit like that with David Beckham for a long time. <laughs> not so much to do with football, but a Spice Girl. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we uh, we did beat Leicester 3-1. Uh, were you at the game? Of course we were, yeah. Uh, had a were. fantastic did, time. I was going to say, the atmosphere felt good. Yeah, um, it was good, uh, yeah. It, it trans- came over the TV like the fans went into that with a kind of, right, we need to sort this out. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. The players need to be aware. Um, what did you make of uh, dropping Kulisevsky, uh for Lucas? Because I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I think that's probably fair after the last two games. And then Kulisevsky came on and went, oi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what 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 did you think? Because because we we uh, me and Seb did this thing where we, we normally it, it's weird how we time it, but we normally look at walking uh, walking out the seven sisters, and then yeah. that's when it's about an hour to, hour to go before yeah. the game, which is obviously when they release the teams. So yeah. I'll, I'll always do the thing with Seb with like coming in, you give me eleven, and I'll look at it and see how close he is. Yeah. And we had a feeling like probably most Spurs fans that there probably would have been a change or two. You know, you just yeah, felt like something yeah, needs to get mixed. So. And and we thought, and I know you. I think probably it was because I don't know if you mentioned it, but there was talk of is it Livinier? Is that his name? The the the, the guy from yeah, the twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was talk of him. Yeah, he was in the. Yeah. He was training with the first team, and we were thinking, yeah. oh, maybe going to give him a go. And then when you see Royale, you're like, because oh, obviously, Here we go. because yeah. he's been playing badly. But yeah, it was a surprise. So it was a surprise. That wasn't the position that that no. I thought was going to be replaced. Do you see no. what I mean? I know, I know he's looking. He's been looking tired, um, Kulu. But 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 it's interesting because we did lose the game to Brighton, but it was one nil and. The best one in the world. Sometimes a team can just score out of nothing, and you know it wasn't. I think I said to you, our defense didn't play badly that day. Our midfield and our attack really let them down. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah sure. And like against Brentford, our defense didn't play badly. It was nil nil. It was our midfield and our attack really let them down. So I mean, when there was no change at the back, I wasn't massively surprised. I mean. I, Right now, I don't think Emerson Royale should be playing. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I think it's just not working as a wing-back for Emerson Royale. Yeah. And frankly, I never saw a lot of him as a full-back that really inspired me. But right now, it re- really isn't working. And we, But, I mean, I, I'm going to say, I'm gonna hold my hands up. I said that about Doherty a lot. But as a wing-back, the minute that guy got his confidence, he's playing on the left, he's playing on the right. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, he's... Yeah. Matt Doherty, this, yeah, he's like, yeah... <laughs> Do you know what? You could be onto something there. Yeah. Why didn't anyone ever think of that before? Um, but you know, what, you know what I mean. It's it's just like I'm I'm trying to be as objective as I possibly can and just say, right now the guy's just not it. Um, and there are other players there who I think could play as a wing back and do better. The, the one that surprised me, but yeah, sorry to to finish that. Going forward, I thought that's where the change is going to be because we've not scored. We've not even got a shot on target. You don't drop Sonny, you don't drop Kane. So in my brain, I did think, well, Kulisevsky. But for me, because it was Leicester, my money was on Bergwijn all day. Mm. Start Bergwijn. Because if you're a Leicester player, you're looking at Bergwijn like, you. Yeah, <laughs> you but do you think that could have the reverse effect? No, they're like, right, I'm going to get get my bag well, with the Well, it would have been interesting how many free kicks we would have got early yeah. in the game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you know, like the first minute, you just see Bergwijn put up in the air by some Leicester midfielder who walks to the ref and goes, that's a booking, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely acknowledge what I did and I meant it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have no remorse. Please show me the yellow card. 
<laughs> um, a bit like Romero. Anytime he hacks down a Brazilian, <laughs> yeah. do, do you know that talking? Was, about... That was a yellow, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know we was talking about that? But you know, at the game, I, I think he got man of the match, Romero, didn't he? He did. Now, yeah. how often does a team win three-one? No. One team, no. one player gets two goals, yet the man of the match yeah. goes to their defender. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, honestly, Sam, just. So deserved. That guy is just on yeah. another planet. It was. Do you know what? We, we've had this conversation on the podcast a few times, and about Romero, where I've always, I've always tried to taper the kind of over the top enthusiasm, which I feel with a kind of, you know, but there are mistakes in there, and you know, he's improving and stuff like. That. And then he had a birthday recently, and he turned like twenty three or twenty four. You know, it's like, and I looked at him and went. For a defender, he ain't even at his peak. No, he's nowhere near you know, it. He's defenders, like yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-eight is when you would see a defender at their absolute best. And I'm looking, I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh wow, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, of course he's got a few little things in him. But then I also think of this uh, the interview about Van Dyke. I think I mentioned it before, where someone was trying to find a club in England for Virgil Van Dyke. And he was like available for 10 million quid and no one would buy him because he made mistakes. And this guy was just like, he was bored. He was playing in Scotland. There was no challenge for him. He was bored and he would make mistakes. And I look at Romero sometimes and like concentration mistakes. And I do look at it and think, I, I think he's just, when he's not in the game as much, he's a bit like, mm, yeah. maybe I'll just. Because you see him sometimes just suddenly arrive like a midfielder. Like every now and again, he'll do that. And I'm like, Cutie, why are you there? Arrive as a midfielder, arrive as a striker. Yeah, I know. But he has that look on his face of like, got bored, came up, came up here. Yeah, what's what's going on, guys? Let me have let me have a crack. But I just Um, I I know look I I know we just I wax lyrical about him all the time, right? And and I understand what you're saying about tapering the infusion. Right, I get that. Right, I I don't. To be honest, I don't care, man. I'm I'm just gonna just wax lyrical about this. No, go for it. Right, but he is so assured so confident yeah. and do you know what they, they so uh, where i sit i don't know if i've mentioned it before so to my left there's like a group of seven or eight people that all know each other and i think that they all yeah, okay. they all met because they're season ticket holders i think they said they've been season ticket holders for about seven or eight years nice. and they just all swap over their seats so they've got that rubber seven and then yeah. different people or come at different times like you know and honestly we one so one of the the guy that was sitting next to me at the Leicester game, I think he was his nephew, two nephews, yeah. and uh, one of them was an Everton fan. But to oh, be fair, okay. he wasn't like you know he wasn't trying to wind us up or anything. He said, "I'm just here to watch a good game." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like really good yeah, guy, yeah. like really good guy to talk to. And he he just would not stop talking about Romero. Like yeah. he just would. He said, "I can't stop talking about the guy." And he he's like, "It's like he's just he's just on a different planet." And he said, "If you yes. if he said if you watch if you watch the guy, this is towards the end of the game." He said, "I can only remember this guy uh, uh, making one tackle. Do you remember that crunching tackle? I think it was to in the in the maybe yeah in the second half, yeah. right 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 back position. I don't know who it was, but he just come crunching into someone. I know he obviously yeah. made those two tackles for yeah, our third goal, goal yeah. but the, but." But he said that just isn't that just a, a a mark of the guy that we can't stop talking about him. But he's only made one tackle, and that just yeah. proves how he, much um, he can read the game. Like how much he. Thing, well, his his reading of the game is the thing that impresses me. It's like yeah, him because what he likes to do, he's aggressive. So he likes to as the ball comes into play, he likes to get right up and try and intercept it. Every now and again, that's not going to work. Every now and again, that's going to go wrong. And we all just got to kind of accept it. I think because. 
the balance, the the payoff when he gets it right is a goal, like where he, he did that double tackle straight in and won the ball. And the other thing is he just is seamless. Like the yeah. amount of times he just takes the ball off people and then just calmly plays it. He's solid as hell. Yes. There is not one forward in the Premier League you don't know they've been up against him. You know, yeah. <laughs> just I saw um like one of those interviews like Soccer AM star the other day with uh oh, I can't think of it is it had come to me it was a forward a Premier League forward and he said oh toughest defender you've played this season he went Romero really yeah he went Romero at Tottenham wow. It's like straight away, like a reef. Without even you know, thinking. Like, yeah. like when they used to ask Tottenham players, who's the best player? And they'd all go Dembele. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not yeah. Even, it's not even a frigging doubt. The guy's a genius. It, it just, yeah, I thought uh, straight away, I thought, well, yeah, I can imagine that he's a nightmare to play against. In, in, in a, you know what you're saying about how seamless and calm he makes everything? So yeah. there, there was a, there's a memory. Um, did, you, did you watch the game? Yeah, yeah. In yeah. in the first half, um, it would have been the first half, yeah, because they were they were Leicester attacking towards us in the south. Yeah. And you know when when the when the defender gets in front of the striker, and mm. um, it's one of those ones where can he hold him off until the ball goes out of play? Yeah. yeah or yeah. is he going to kick it off for a throw? <laughs> you know, yeah. he 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 passes it. I don't even he passes it to a player. So he's mm. he's getting he's got the attacking ahead of him. So you know, most most defenders will just panic and kick it for a yeah, corner or yeah. throw in, like you know. And he's, he passes it, and, and when he passes it to a player, you, our immediate thought was, oh, why have you done that? You just played yeah. it to the middle of the pitch, and it's going and, and to... It, and it just defeats a Leicester player by about maybe three inches, and then lands on the feet of a Spurs player. Yeah. And, and I, I'd like to believe that he deliberately made that yeah. pass, and it's yeah. like he had eyes in the back of his head like uh, yeah. I just like is, is this guy just like it's got it's almost like he, <laughs> he's on a player. different planet to the rest of the players <laughs> it's insane he's great but the best thing that I've noticed is he is better and we are better with Dyer and him in the side together yes and I think a lot of that is the organization I think Dyer is a fantastic organizer in a back three I see I've liked Derek Dyer for quite a long time and he's liked me we were uh, all singing that, yeah, funny enough, yeah, really loudly. Good. I'm delighted to hear that yeah. because he deserves some love. Mm. He's like a consistent player in that team this season. He didn't grab any headlines or any flat, but he is just solid every week. Like, I don't remember Dyer having a bad game this season. I'm sure there have been before people scream at me, <laughs> but I don't think I can't. You know, there's a few players like Romero, I can think of a couple of bad games. Every player I can think of a couple of bad games. Eric Dyer, just every week. Just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I'm so thrilled for him that he's found his position. He's you know he's settled. He's happy. He's playing because you know like I said, I, I really like him. And but in a back three, he is a different defender to a back four. He organizes. He's consistent. He, you know, ball comes in a box. Dyer's head's normally on it. But Romero with him, there seems to be this sort of. I don't know. Uh, it's definitely a tactic where one of them will go forward, you know, because I see Ben Davis do it quite a lot as well. And sometimes Dyer will bring the ball forward, Romero will bring the ball forward, and the others will obviously stay back. Yeah. He, he seems to just orchestrate it. He seems to kind of be all over the place. But he also, whenever Romero gets the ball, Dyer moves to space. So Dyer is always expecting Romero to look for a pass rather than, like you said, hit it in the rosette. Mm, mm. And that's that's been built up because they're obviously training together and playing together. It's only going to get better from here. Yeah, you know, Dyer's in his defending years prime right now. we got a good couple more years with Dyer being at a really good level. 
Romero, you know, good amount of time at a really good level. I, I think we had no disparity to Ben Davis because I think he's served really well for us, this club and this season. But you add in a player of Romero level again on the left side, you know, wow, Mate, that's, that's something have, else. Yeah. yeah, that that is something else. And that's what they're looking to do. So um, that, that is, for me anyway, a really, really quite exciting prospect when you look at that side and... It's like you're looking at the squad again, and you, you know you're looking at some of the same players that we've had for a number of years. But you're looking at it right now, and you're going, "Okay, in this system with these tactics, you add just a little bit, and all of a sudden we're a, we're a bloody good side again." Yeah, he's he's really shaping the team now, Conte, isn't yeah. he? He's shaping that team, you know. Yeah, and and, and Ben Tank, like I say, Ben Tank. Yeah, Bentenko and Kulusevski, they've just settled, haven't they? They're they're both. Yeah. Been, it's like they've they've been there for years. That that I think that's probably the biggest compliment I can give Benson Kerr is the fact that I genuinely feel like that bloke's been playing for us for years. Yeah. Like I look at the team and he's he's picked and you're just like yeah of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's always been picked. Well, it's Benson Kerr yeah. yeah I mean he's been here since well Harry Kane came through the academy surely yeah, he's and so he's fun. been here since the thirty first of January so basically since February you know we've just entered May so it's like what Three like months. February March yeah. April yeah you know. The guy, he's brilliant. Um, and he's the best player we've had in that. He is playing the way, and I hate saying this because I love him, but he is what Harry Wink should have been. Mm. Yeah, mm. And sorry, Harry. <laughs> and also sorry to his family because I know at least one of them listens. <laughs> but I do love him. <laughs> but just... And, I, and I, I, I personally think, if I was Harry Winks right now looking at that, you'd think, ah, crap. You know, that's, yeah, they've literally just gone and signed someone to do what I'd, I've been trying to do. Um, there's, uh, just as a side note, there's a lot of clubs interested in Winks this summer. I do think it's this summer we're going to say goodbye to Harry. I can imagine him going to Fulham. Um, I, um, I think that'd be a good, because it's London, he'll, he'll well, play week in, week out. The, the, team, the team that um, I know... I've got a real big interest in him this coming up is Bournemouth. Scotty Parker really wants him. Right. Um, you got to remember, Scotty Parker put together a coaching team of a lot of former academy coaches from Tottenham, um, including Cliff Jones's nephew, who I, as a coach, is phenomenal. And Tottenham should do everything to get him back, by the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they, they're really interested. But Newcastle are interested in him because Newcastle are linked to every player ever. Um <laughs> But yeah, the Southampton was another one. Um, so there's going to be interest in Harry Winks this summer, and he is available. Um, the player and the club are looking. So yeah, I think I think we're seeing the last. I'd like to see him get on the pitch. Uh, you know, but with everything to play for the way it is, I I just don't know where that's going to happen. Well, um, if your dream but, comes true and we beat Arsenal, then we could probably play him. <laughs> well, Liverpool, Liverpool is who we beat in my dream, which is still terrifying. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, I mean the, the Leicester game. Just to finish up on that, I, I was over the moon with the way we played. Um, I was gutted they got a goal, but that can happen. You know, that was a bit kind of. He hit a shot in hope, and Larice, I think, was half asleep. Yeah, <laughs> like, didn't expect it. 
Yeah, because he made a hell of a save early in the game, Larice. Like, everyone just like, oh, Leicester have hit the post. And then they showed this replay where it was actually Larice put it onto the post. I know, that was such was, a save, was, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. you, you talk about his reactions, but to get Dang to, to do that, you know, if a shot's hit in the air and he reacts, you're kind of like, oh, wow, that was good. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, God, he's not much younger than me, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of like, oh, no, I, I, it took me half hour to get back up from that. Oh, <laughs> oh me knees, me knees. Hugo, be careful with your knees, son. Um, but yeah, that was that was impressive. Um, yeah, so overall, I, I was delighted. Um, Leicester, of course, did rest a number of players. Um, I will say, by the way, um, there was a lot of stuff about that, about the fact that Leicester rested players. I don't blame them for that. Look at where they are in the league. Look at you know the position they're in. Um, and they got a chance to lift the trophy in the Conference League. So you can't blame them. I did fully suspect West Ham to do the same thing, but they didn't. West Ham did actually field a fairly strong side to play Arsenal. I was quietly surprised by that. Um, I was like, but then again, you look at the table and you realise actually, no, West Ham aren't out of you know top top table yeah, they are now yeah um but yeah. but if they'd beaten arsenal they they would have still had a shout you yeah. know so and they're trying to finish as high as they possibly can so again it kind of makes more sense that way i think if leicester were up fifth sixth i think they'd have gone no we gotta go strong again <laughs> you know yeah, sorry sure. guys you got you got you gotta play these games um, but yeah, so uh, I did see I did see a lot of people talking about that. Um, but yeah, you you got to beat what's in front of you, and Leicester still put out a very strong side. No, of course they did. They got they got a decent squad. I got to ask you though, Sam. So mm. uh, had how was your reaction to the wonder goal from Sonny? Um, it was it was funny actually, and the reason why it was funny is because I don't know if you were aware of this in the stadium, but he was literally about to be subbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and someone had shouted to him, like, you're, you know, next time the ball goes out of play. And so, right, so they showed this on a replay. He looks back, someone's saying to him, like, you know, does that, you know, that sub symbol, you're like, you're yeah. going to be subbed. He does a thumbs up, like, yep, yeah, okay, that's great. And then picks up the ball and does that, <laughs> right? <laughs> he then looked back to the bench with the biggest sunny smile as he's walking back and he had this look on his face of like i'm on a hat trick now please change your mind please change your mind please oh like you saw his shoulders go like oh bless you okay and he like chugged on conti's laughing his head off and sometimes like he's just like no no you are coming off like we planned you are coming off we're resting you you know and he's come off and he's just sat there like a stupid grin on his face like he's always got a grin on his face yeah and conti's still killing himself like so i don't know what he said to him when he came off it was probably just like oh let me let me stay on (laughs) you know it's the equivalent of a kid like oh come on dad 10 more minutes i can get another one (laughs) but yeah that was um the funny thing as well is they were talking about he scored earlier with his left foot and they said um oh you know he's now set a record for the number of goals in the premier league with your weaker foot And, and i'm like I don't really think he has a weaker foot. I, I'm guessing at some point he was asked which is his stronger foot, and he said right. But like with Harry Kane, I don't see that he's got a weaker foot. And they were like, yeah, the last player to score 10 or more goals with their weaker foot in the Premier League was Harry Kane. And I'm like, well, of course it was. Yeah. And then he goes and does that again with his left foot, and it's like, 
weaker foot, my yeah, ass. That weaker foot, is it? <laughs> yeah, that means, yeah, that was, that was some finish. We, we, uh, we obviously, we, it was all the relief. You know, you, most, most of it's relief because, you know, at 2 1, it's you never know, do you? So that kind yeah. of, that, you're always going to really celebrate. And like, we've always obviously jumped in the air. I've looked at Seb and he's gone, Dad, I'm going to faint. Hold me, hold me. Oh, he went, the... I've just seen that guy in real life. Hold yeah, me, Dad, I'm going to faint. Like, he was cracking me up. Oh, we really dad, I'm gonna faint. What a hero! Because <laughs> like, we was obviously it happened in the south, so we was yeah. right behind the goal. Well, not right behind the goal, you know, but it's that our end, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because when you watch him in real life, the ball never feels like it's going as fast as it, it does no, when you watch it on television. No. It feels like you can watch the whole like it yeah, goes in. and it's like how did my like it just it just it, it just flew like it was insane. Yeah. It was insane to watch it, and then when you watch the replays of it, it's like. Yeah, incredible goal. Schmeichel was nowhere near it. And no, Schmeichel no. is no mug. He's no, no mug of a keeper, no. you know, but he completely no. mugged him off of that goal, didn't he? It, it was, yeah. When Sonny picks the ball up in those sort of areas, if you're a team and you're not, someone is not breaking their neck to close him down, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because he has the ability to, like, like because he uses defenders. He, like, uses them to, like, whip it around them. Yeah. I mean, just ask Man City. Man City still have nightmares about him in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Man City in the Champions League, did you watch that game oh, last night? Oh, do you know what? I, um, I, I, I watched it, and then about the 87th, 8th, 8th minute, yeah. I'm like, oh, do you know what? I just, I don't really have anything against Man City, but you know, it's just that kind you of... never turned no, no, it no, off. No, I didn't. I didn't. Listen, listen. Oh, this, okay. this, is, this, is, this is why... Um, Technology <clears throat> nowadays on, <laughs> on on I mean we I just recently swapped to Virgin but they're the same as yeah. Sky. When yeah. you go onto TV Guide, it still shows in the bottom corner what you're watching, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think for me it's the fact that I don't because they're the pay, like it's the greedish thing. It's like they just didn't need greedish, but it's like let we, we just hundred what's hundred million to us, you know? It's yeah. that horrible. They've just got so much money they don't know what to do with it, and it, and and so yeah. I, I, Sort of wouldn't flick, and I was like, "Oh my god, they've scored!" I'm like, "This could be interesting." Back onto yeah, full screen, was, and yeah. I'm like, "And then when when the second goal went in, I mean, I know it was late, but I went out went out to Seb, Seb, and I come on, come watch the rest of the game with me. I said, You're <laughs> gonna love this." And then yeah, when when Benzema's got that penalty, yeah. I, I don't know. I, is it See, is it mean not to have sympathy for some, for them? No, or? no. Someone, someone said to me yesterday, so oh, how could you not support the English team? I'm like, I'm sorry, mate, but it's Man City. Yeah, that's it's it like, is. It's, it's like Man City. someone. It's like someone saying to me, oh, why didn't you support Chelsea when it's like no, no, yeah. it's like supporting the evil. Yeah, you know, exactly, yesterday was Star Wars yeah. Day. I'm yeah. not about to support the Empire. No, it doesn't no. happen. <laughs> um, I know, I know, Real Madrid are on their own in that, and people in Spain probably hate them as much as I hate Man City but there was something deeply amusing to me yeah. about poor old Kyle Walker still not being able to make a Champions League final yeah. when Musa Sissoko did yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it I mean that's snaky bass I mean, he, he, uh, he, 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 tell you what it was only when he went off Real Madrid got in the game to I know. be fair um, yeah but yeah, I, I, yeah. Now there's something about the fact that Man City can't make the Champions League final, and we did. That I'm still finding very amusing. <laughs> it's cruel. It's not nice, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, you know, they they win stuff for fun. Um, so I can laugh at them occasionally when they don't manage to make a final. Um, I I don't know about you, but I've watched Real Madrid in this tournament, and they they just seem to sort of 
keep fighting, keep fighting, yeah, stay in never it, give and, up. And, yeah, yeah, and just manage to get it through. I, I, I tell you what, though, and, and I know this is possibly an English bias thing because I watch them a lot more. I think Liverpool are going to destroy them. I, like, I look at it and I'm like, the Liverpool just relentless machine-like ability because they played Villarreal and Villarreal managed to get a couple of goals. The atmosphere and everything in that stadium was nuts, and I'm like, Liverpool are in trouble here. Yeah, you know they're really in trouble. Like this whole stadium's rocking. They've not looked good, and then they came out in the second half and just like clicked into their kind of okay, no, we're Liverpool. This ain't gonna happen, and just destroyed them. Yeah, that... just like played them off the park. And I, I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, how wonderful must it be for a fan to see your team just be able to go through the gears like that? Mm. But from my point of view, watching it, I'm like. They have now, by reaching the Champions League final, it means that this season they will play the maximum number of games that was available to them because they've reached the final in everything they've gone to. I, I don't, I, I like as a football fan of Tottenham Hotspur, I can't imagine this. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like trying to put myself in that kind of fandom right now where I'm like, that must be kind of fun. That, yeah. that, that, I wonder what that is like. Mm, um, we can only dream, I think, mate, can't we? Yeah, right now we can. Yeah. I, yeah, I said if we are hope, doing dreaming. <laughs> my only hope is that they are so knackered <laughs> that their next game they're like, oh, come on, that is Tottenham. <laughs> and we somehow managed to hype ourselves up. But we, we seem as a club to hate Man City so much, I think we're just going to roll over for Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. We've done the double over Man City this That's season. Insane, isn't it? Which, which that, like, I, I know someone who's a Man City fan, and he does say to me, he said, no, nah, we, we look at Tottenham on a fixture list. He said, we look for Man United, we look for Liverpool, and we look for Tottenham, which we're like, ugh. Yeah. Them again. I think, yeah. Do you know and what? They hate Sonny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves scoring. It's a bit like Leicester with Harry Kane. Yeah, it? I think I he's like scored 79, was it 19 yeah, goals. Yeah, ridiculous. Did you read that stat. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He scored 19 in like 17 games against them in the Premier League or, yeah. or, or 17. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you know what? Before before we go off this subject, um, yeah. just to save all the comments that are going to come in, because I did what you did, which is quite funny, is yeah. Man City were in the Champions League final last season, wouldn't they? And you forget that, didn't you? You completely forget Were that. They? Yeah, it was Man City Chelsea, wasn't it? Do you remember? I completely forgot. Oh, bloody hell! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <they were. laughs> so of he course, has made yeah. he has made a Champions League final. He has made a final. But yeah, but they yeah. lost it, which is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I genuinely forgot. So did I. Oh, that's COVID. That, that's COVID. That's the yeah. I, there's like a couple of years that have gone by where I'm just like. Also, I think the fact Chelsea won it just meant my brain went nope. No, of course. Do you, nope. do you, do you know what is funny though? Because I. I Seb's only what ten, but yeah. he constantly corrects me on things. Like oh, I, I was no, always the one that is. I thought I had the knowledge, and I'm like, no. oh yeah, you're right, you got a point. Like he, he just he no, he lives it, bruised it. football. I mean, he, he like last night. Um, so obviously, like he went, he um, uh, we watched the, the game, didn't watch the, to extra time. And Vicky, because yeah. Vicky's got a cold at the moment, she she uh, yeah. she. Sorry had, to hear that. Oh no, she's fine. She's fine. But she's just <laughs> when, when she's got like a cold, she snores. Yeah. Like, so she she said, I'm gonna go and sleep in the spare room tonight. So because he. Yeah. Uh, watch the football with me. I said, "Look, come up and just keep in our bed, mate. You know, like mummy's not there." Yeah. And so I'm, I'm lying there, and he's talking about the football, talking about something, and I'm like, "Yeah," and I felt really bad because I'm, mm, like, I'm not really listening. And I looked over, and he's snoring. Mm. So he, he's falling asleep well, he, talking he was, about football. He was literally, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> mate, a ten-year-old boy, vast majority of them are just football obsessed. Um, yeah. Just, 
I, I can't remember years ago someone did like this football quiz, and I remember them saying if you want to do a football quiz in a pub, make sure someone brings their ten-year-old boy so because true. you'll wince it. Yeah. Like, oh, who was the African players' player of the year in two thousand nine? And everyone goes, what? Yeah. And the kid goes, oh yeah, that was George Way's son. Yeah. That was, and you're like, how? how do you know? How yeah. do you know that? Um, it was on FIFA. <laughs> oh right, okay. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what he did though? And I, and it was really lovely that he did it, but it really it kind of upset and I told him it upset me but he, he's got like a little TikTok account yeah. and he did a little tribute to Delhi and yeah. honestly like the way he'd done it like he put the music on and stuff and he, and yeah. he was just going back to when Delhi like he put the Crystal Palace goal on and all that yeah, you know yeah. and I just I know we've talked about Delhi and I know like obviously he's gone and all that but I was like Seb I'm, that's really good mate you've done a really he went I spent about an hour doing this and I went it's oh, amazing no. but you've really upset me because like I, I love Delhi you know and he's like, <laughs> but yeah he's just See, obsessed I genuinely thought that was good <laughs> my brain works in mysterious ways you're like oh he spent an hour doing that he really upset me I was thinking it was going to be because you clearly didn't spend that much time on my father's day card you <laughs> yeah, little git yeah, <laughs> you, know, the, you know the levels here I can see a difference <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah yeah where's the effort for me yeah but yeah it's just it's only because I, I just I think he put what didn't he score against Real? Was he one of the goal scorers for Real Madrid, when we played Real Madrid at Wembley? Yeah, and I think he put that in his little cut as well. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and that was proper glory, Delhy, wasn't it? You oh, know? it was proper glory. I know. Us. That was the, we we destroyed Real Madrid. Oh, no. We'll Which get isn't back there for everyone, is it, Man City? We'll get yeah. Um, we'll get back but, there. We'll get but back there. But it is so. time now <laughs> to head across to our social media because other people, other than me and you, have things they want to talk about. So let us hear what they are, and then we can mock them. I mean, <laughs> talk about them. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Uh, Facebook or Instagram, dear boy. What did we do last week? Can you remember? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, I can barely remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> that was only a few hours ago. I always think we're better off starting with Instagram. I think that's, that feels yeah. like the, the natural format. Yeah, it means we start with lovely Laura's domain, so that's, that's always good. Uh, we kick off with a question from... Oh, Jesus, how the hell am I supposed to pronounce that? See, um, that's why I like Instagram first, because it just gives us... <laughs> jackass. Right, uh, Noz, Nozlevo, N-O-Z-L-E-V-O. Have you presumed that person's Spanish? Nozlevo. Nozlevo, Nozlevo. Depending on the accent I use, I can make that anything. Exactly. You're like, you know, Eastern European, Nozlevo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Noz... To his mates, Just to um, his mates, or Lego to people we don't yeah, know. Yeah, or, or, or Lezo to the ladies. Um, talks about Emerson. Oh, God, I'm going to get cancelled again. <laughs> um, talk about Emerson. We need a new right wing back with Doherty. Um, it's funny that you say with Doherty. A few months ago, yeah. I mean, we need right wing backs. Yeah. You know, badly. Just not Doherty at all. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just get us upgrades. Two right backs, please. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's safe to say that Doherty has done enough where we as a club now feel that, okay, as a wing-back, you're worth keeping around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The thing to remember as well is he is qualified as homegrown because he came through the Wolves Academy, even though he is a Republic of Ireland player. So, um, you know, much like those fun rules where Eric Dyer is an England player, but is not classed as homegrown because he came through an academy in Portugal annoyingly yeah. so um yeah it's one of those things but it's it's well worth keeping him there um he has shown enough i think to justify that um would i like to see a sign a player to replace emerson royale uh absolutely i would 
Um, I'd like to see Emerson Royale leave. Um, I think go back to Spain. I think he is a player that perhaps suits Spanish football, the lifestyle, the style there, and doesn't suit the English Premier League. Mm. Um, we've seen that with... Uh, you only got to look at uh, Lo Lachelso for Villarreal is just a phenomenal football player. Um, for us, he was bang average. Um, you know, one or two glimpses of genius does not a footballer make. Um, so yeah, I I uh, I just think with Emerson Royal, and I think that that is a uh, we talk about back in the manager uh, a lot, um, and I think people often think of that in the context of signings and spending money I think backing the manager goes beyond that to also clearing players when the manager doesn't want them and I think when you look at what Paratici has done with just getting people out the door even if it's just on loan just getting them away from the club the Delhi deal for example you know that was free in essence just get him gone because mm. we need to clear these players out so the manager can focus on the ones who want to be there um, that is backing the manager you know, that is supporting him, that is backing him. And I think, again, in this summer, to continue that, if Conte, you know, is committed and the club have got a clear vision on what they're going to do, yeah, I think Emerson Royale needs to leave and I think the club does need a new right wing back. Who that should be, man, that's a debate. I mean, I know who I'd like us to go for, um, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd like to see us go for Lamptey. Yeah, um, that's a good shout, actually. He young, played well against us, didn't he, as well? He did. He always does. Get, mm. uh, I mean, he's, he's a London boy. He came through the Chelsea Academy. Um, you know, like I said, I said this the other week about Michael Lavinia and how, you know, Chelsea released him. We grabbed him straight away. And people were kind of like, well, you know, why would we sign a player that's been released? It's like, well, when you look at the right side that they had, <laughs> you know, they had just so much talent there. Um, and, you know, Lamptey was another one that they let go um and now he's a 30 to 40 million pound rated player um i i i do think he's worth it i do think because he's still got 10 years plus uh at the top level and will only get better with a manager like conte he can easily transit because at the currently transitions between right back and right wing back depending on the system they're playing so you look at him and you look at his fitness levels and stuff and you see him getting forward. And I do have that vision in my mind of Sessegnon and him being wing-backs and yeah. looking at it thinking that is really exciting. And that's one, like you say, that's one for a few years as well. They're not coming exactly, to the end of their careers. Yeah. They're, like, you know, they're in not, the yeah. spring of their they, careers. They are, they are still at that point, yeah. Um, the one thing, I, I see a lot of people talk about this because Sessegnon's obviously had the injury issues and he's had that whenever I, I see this a lot and and I experienced it in a minor way myself when you've had a serious injury when you come back you often get a run of not as serious but just like continual sort of thing which which I guess is just a case of you you go from rehabbing one thing to right okay I'm back oh no no wait a minute <laughs> you know this is now gone or or this now hurts and also I think your confidence and you know, like, oh, I think that's a strain, I'm going to stop now. Whereas in the past, you might have gone, oh, that tweaked a bit, never mind. Yeah, you now yeah. go, no, I don't want that to go again, I'm stopping. Um, and I, that kind of happens, but that does, that kind of phase does stop. You know, you do, with time, more work and confidence, that does end. And I think Sessegnon is starting to come out the other end of that, I really do. 
Um, and Lamptey, you've seen this season, they've really managed him well after a serious injury. Uh, sort of minutes here, minutes there, and now he's back playing consistently. And, you know, the kid looks like he's not missed a beat. Yeah. To me, that's a real tick in the kind of mentality column. You know, a real tick towards yeah, that's you know, that kid's past that, <laughs> past that massive obstacle early in his career. So, for me, that would be my number one target. I think it satisfies English homegrown rules. It gives us ten years of having a top top quality player. Like I said, he's a London boy as well. So getting in the you know getting him back, it, it just everything about that deal makes sense. You're right. Yeah. Um, whether that's where we go, I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, it's going to cost. I mean, that club sold Ben White to Arsenal for 40 million quid. Anyone who shows up to ask about Lamptey is going to get quoted the same. Mm. Because, you know, that's the market rate. If they got 40 million for Ben White, they, you know, they're, they're right to be asking the same. For me, and this is a thing that's, though, again, back in the manager, or but as a club, you spend 40 million on a player that you're going to have in the side potentially for 10 years is it's a no-brainer. Yeah, of course. It's not. I remember when um Everton paid 30 million for Pickford and people were going 30 million for a relegate, you know, he's young but oh, and I looked at this went he's going to be their goalkeeper potentially for 10 to 15 years. Mm. 30 million's a snip. Yeah, By the time he retires, they're probably going to have to pay quadruple that to replace him. And then you look around at how much Liverpool have paid for a goalkeeper, how much Chelsea paid for two different goalkeepers. You know, you're 70, 80 million each, Man City as well. And you suddenly realise, well, hang on a minute, they signed the England number one keeper, homegrown, and they got him for 30 million. They they got a bargain. <laughs> yeah, and it all makes sense, doesn't it? It does, and so again, it's it's looking at these things. Our budget and our ability to make these signings, of course, are going to be massively impacted by where we finish. But that that for me, yes, I definitely think Emerson Royale needs replacing. But that is who my personal choice. And um, I mean, do you have any sort? I mean, I'm guessing you agree Royale to go. Um, but what do you think around sort of replacing him? Yeah, I, I, it hadn't really occurred to me with Lamptey, but but thinking about it, yeah, you've made a case for it just making perfect sense. I think it would be it'd be yeah. fantastic. And like like I, I said, I hate to say it, but you know he always seems to really play well when we when we, when yeah. he plays against us. And I've yeah. just been impressed by him. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he looks me dangerous, too. like me really too. dangerous, and really, can really put dangerous. a ball in. Um, yeah. He has the ability to whip a great ball yeah. in, which the you know uh, Gary Neville on commentary the other day. Um, someone said to him, "Oh, you know, Gary, you were always good at that," and he went, "Not to this level. He was right. not to this consistency." He said mm. he was talking about Reese James at Chelsea, mm. and he was like him, Lamptey, um, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's like these young kids now at right back right wing back are just you know on another level and he's right you know they really are you know they're they're crossing ability like some of the absolute peak wingers of my youth <laughs> but they're a fullback is mad um we now have a question from a man with his own theme thundering down from on high it's a comment from mountain man can't beat the mountain man. Nope. There's something something, wake, something wakes you up, you know, <laughs> hearing the mountain man. 
Um, <clears throat> for everyone who's emailed, by the way, and this has happened because a certain jerk I do a podcast with, yes, Matthew, I'm talking to you, mentioned that, hey, you know, maybe a few other people would like their own themes. For everybody who's emailed, giving me various screen name ideas that you've got that you'd like me to make a theme from, you're all filthy buggers <laughs> and you need to stop. <laughs> Seriously. Unbelievable. <laughs> Like yeah, uh, my my Instagram name is Biggest Dickus, and I'd like you to um like yeah, all right, oh uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yes, thank you very much, yes. Um, but anyway, the Mountain Man with a proper name. Yes, he says, "What's going to happen to Undombele come the end of his loan spell?" Um, I can tell you what I'd like to happen. Yeah, he's, <laughs> um, he's coming back, can, isn't he? I can tell you what my fear is. Mm. Um. So he started well at Lyon. Uh, Lyon fans really happy to have him back. He seemed happy playing there. Um, it would appear that Lyon have said, um, no, <laughs> we've got no interest in completing this permanent signing. Um, I, I, I worry about that. And I think the reason why I worry about that is because if going back to the club he was happy at, Playing in France, which, with the greatest respect, isn't as physical and as fast as the Premier League, he still can't seem to find his love, find his level, find his kind of position and be happy and look like a player that everyone goes, oh, there he is, that's the guy, that that's the one we saw a couple of seasons ago. Mm. It's a real possibility. He's just lost it, which... It does happen. There are some players, sometimes you watch come like emerge and be brilliant, and then all of a sudden, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, hell. Um, I know via, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad now, <clears throat> via various sources, <clears throat> uh, no, just, just via people who have a very good insight, journalists and stuff, there seems to be a plan at the club. Like, there is kind of like, Plan A is that Leon want to keep hold of him. That might consist of him on paper returning and a new loan deal being agreed. Okay. Um, That is one scenario. Because Leon can't afford to pay the price that's built into the contract now. The other scenario is, of course, Tottenham still... Because it's done on instalments, Tottenham still owe about 38 million I think on the fee that we paid for him and we could basically just go look if you want him just wipe that out (laughs) yeah you know and you paid for him the funny thing and it's not funny but it kind of is a bit funny is that Leon have already indicated because the thing about Leon is their president talks to the press could you imagine Daniel Levy talking to the press about every single transfer rumor because the Leon one does. Oh, no way. <laughs> he really does. So you always know where you stand with them. Because someone asked him recently um, about it. And he was just like, mm, we're not paying that. <laughs> He's like, no. Tottenham owe us that money. And we're taking that money. If we if we get him back, that's a different deal. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. I'm like, he's basically laughing all the way to the bank. He's still getting paid all of that money. And they've even got the player back right now. I mean, he just must be... Yeah, I mean, Levy got Levy. Levy got Levy. Shit, I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there was a loan fee and stuff. But regardless... And they're paying his wages. Um, which, by the way, I I find um, player wages to be one of the more interestingly misreported subjects in football. 
So everybody knows that Tangy Underbell is on 200 grand a week. And yet someone I know who's seen his contract because of their job, she's not on anywhere near that. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like, it's interesting to me. I wonder how they get it. I'm guessing those figures are including bonuses. Because Tottenham build contracts with a lot of incentive-based stuff. And it is like a game-by-game incentive. Because like Harry Kane, when he was on uh, 90000 a week, was earning nearly 200000 a week. Because that guy was just smashing every target in his contract. And now he's on best part of 200 and something. He's smashing three hundred grand a week. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like someone says Harry Kane's on three hundred grand a week. You go, oh, bloody hell, Tottenham's pay structure has changed. Yeah, it's not his base pay, is it? Yeah. No, you know, so at the start of the season, he weren't earning anywhere near what he is now. Good. <laughs> can, can they have put like some kind of attitude bonus in and Dombele's contract? Uh, that would have helped, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, every time you sulk, we deduct this. Yeah. Every time you... Take yeah, 10 every, minutes to get off the pitch when you substitute it, when time, you were losing. <laughs> every time someone sees you with a Mars bar after training. No, anyway. No, that's, that's, that's not a joke I should make. Um, I love a Mars bar. But yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> Do you remember Paul Gascoigne when everyone used to call him fat all the time and then he started advertising Mars bars and made a load of money out of it? Yeah, they used to throw, they used to throw them at him in the, in the games, some, didn't they? Yeah, and then and so he did a deal with them and advertised them on the tele. I mean, there's something about Gaza which is very broken, but there's something about that man that I love to this day and will always love. And yeah. His ability to take that. Do It also reminds me, you know, you won't know this, but some people listening might, in rugby, referees have sponsors on their shirts Yeah, now, yeah. And they were sponsored by Specsavers. Yeah, I did see that. I, I, yeah, I still yeah. think Seb laughed when we saw that on TV. Yeah, like, Look I at still, the referee's got his shit. I know. I still, to this day, I'm like, the referee sponsored by Specsavers was like a joke. <laughs> Who are you? And and they did it. And I just think to myself, whoever did that deal, well done. Legend. <laughs> you know, because yeah. fair play. Uh, but anyway, so to finish it off, um, yeah, Undumbale at the moment is not going to complete a permanent move to Leon. The club are putting various plans in place um, and he is being touted around by his agents again to try and find him a home. There doesn't appear to be any future at Tottenham. Like, Conte was just done with him. Good. Um, But, of course, things can change. So Mm, We shall see. Things can change, managers can change, which would really suck. Uh, Over on to the good book of face, we only have the one comment. Oh. It's from, it's from um, Stepin Super Sub Stefan himself, who he has worded a comment. I think he's been clever here. Now, me and Stefan host another podcast where we talk about films and stuff, and one of the big films coming out is Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness. I don't know if you're into your comic book films, mate, so this might be completely no, me and Seb, alien No, me and Seb have already pre-booked our tickets. Hey, well, there you go. So you know all about this, mm-hmm. then. So he has said, Spursy-verse of madness, week to week, I swear, we see a different variant of our club. Brighton, Brentford, Leicester. Which variant will play Liverpool? <laughs> so in a very comic booky style, I think he's basically said... Um, we're we've famine or feast. We've either been really poor or really good recently. Uh, who's going to show up against Liverpool? My hope 
is that we are amazing <laughs> and yeah. we beat them 4-2. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're sticking with your dreams, Sam, and yeah. Therefore, the bet I put on after I woke up <laughs> will come true. Um, the odds I got for that were just next level, by the way. I think my £5 bet on us winning 4-2, Kane and Son scoring... Uh, I only put that they at least got one each. I think I, my five pound gets me like three grand. Really? I'm putting so, one. Right, so, right. so basically, basically the, the book is looked at my bet and went, oh, mate, just keep the fiver. You don't, keep the fiver. You know, don't waste your yeah, money. Don't, don't give it to us. Don't, you know, like you get that thing on any betting app. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you really thought about this? I swear I had 10 of them. Where the app yeah. just kept going. <laughs> now, look, for the fifth time, are you all right? Are you sober right now? Do you want to ring someone to chat about this? You know, like I'm half expecting to get a phone call from an Irish guy. Hey, look, this is Paddy Power. Are you sure you're yeah. right with that bet, my friend? Give the five pound back. Yeah, look, I, I, I'd give you the favour myself. You know, it's like, no, I want to put the bet on. Please let me. Yeah, yeah, please let me do it. Oh no, my baby's milk money. No, okay. Um, so yeah, I. I, yeah, to answer that, um, my friend, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And it's, it is a little bit like that. I do, like, the team that played Brighton and Brentford, if they show up against Liverpool, it's going to be really bad. Yeah, but you know? Do, do, you know, do you know, I get what, I get what you're saying, and I, I like the way uh, Stefan's worded that. It's very clever. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying, the whole, the whole thing. I would just say that a bit like with Arsenal, we, we seem... I mean, there are exceptions. I appreciate that. We yeah. seem to raise our game against the bigger clubs. So we do. my yeah, memory, really in bad. my recent memory, is beating Man City 3-2 at the Etihad. The two-all draw at Liverpool at our ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was which a fantastic... We should have won. Yeah, we should have... I really stand by the fact I think we should have won that game. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I don't want to class West Ham as a big team, but they're they're, they're doing pretty well in the league, and that, so you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. class them as an average team at the moment. We 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 destroyed them at our ground as well, you know. So we raised yeah. so the important ones, the big bigger clubs. You know, I feel like we raise our game, and don't get me wrong. With Liverpool, you get the feeling no matter how much you race your game, it might not ever be yeah, enough. Might, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I feel like they have to have an off day as well as us have raising our game I, to I, the I level. Did, yes, I did point out that they would need to basically be asleep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. They're, they're a bit frigging good right now. You, you sort of just look at them and just they're machine like. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so well, like you say, they're so well drilled, and that's yeah. where that's where Conte wants to get us to, doesn't he? He wants to he get does, us to that level. Yeah, you know? and, and he even used the the Klopp analogy of, you know, he didn't walk in and they became that, you know, he, yeah. he, it was, it was a work. Um, I, I did say this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, my, my friend in uh, the USA, Delaware, his son, Kian, um, he is really into his football or soccer, um, now, <laughs> and he, um, he's picked Liverpool, like despite everything I tried, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, if you were to like, if you're brand new to the game and you've just got into it, and you're like, wow, I really enjoyed watching this game, and you were watching the Premier League, which, by the way, they can just watch in abundance there. Like every weekend, it's just like every game is on. I'm like seriously, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But he has watched and has decided. Uh, to be fair, if you were just this season, you just came to football, you're really enjoying it. Like, oh, this is great. Who would you pick? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it is really difficult for me to argue with him. And then, of course, he's done his research. He's like, well, they've got an amazing history. You know, they're one of the top clubs. Like, yeah, I know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah. shut up. <laughs> I mean, I equated it to supporting the Empire. Like, come on, don't support the Empire. Be with the Rebel Alliance. I like but it. Then I like but it. then I'm, you know, I'm Star Wars nerd and that. <laughs> Um, so uh, one of the things people uh, again people emailed in they really liked that me and you made a points prediction and they want me to keep that up every week with keeping it up to date so last week you said of the 15 available we would get 13 yes and I said 10 yes so of course this week then um, we did win that game so now your prediction becomes 10 in 12 and mine is 7 in 12. Assuming you're happy to keep that, you're, you're still happy. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think we could get a draw uh, at the weekend. I feel like, I feel yeah. like a draw is possible, you, yeah. you know? Well, the thing is with Tottenham is you never know. You know, no. if you go and beat Liverpool at Anfield and then lose to some crap at home. Like Burnley. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Burnley. Yeah, Burnley, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, mate. I've no, ruined no, your yeah. joke then, didn't I? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you, you, you brought in the realism. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's true though. We play. We got four games left: uh, Liverpool away, Arsenal at home, Burnley at home, Norwich away. You look at that and you go, "Oh, defeat or win-win," wouldn't you? Yeah. You, know, you look at that. If you, if you were going to be negative, defeat or win-win, that you know that's those are the ones you'd sort of say. Tottenham being Tottenham, you know, massive win, massive win, thumping loss to Burnley, and draw. go to Norwich yeah. on the last day and lose five <laughs> one. Because someone reminded me the last time we went away to a team that had already been relegated, we were battling Arsenal for a position in the league, and it was Newcastle who'd been relegated, and we went to them and Sissoko scored two or three against us, and we lost five one. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was that was a reminder I needed. But yeah. anyway, um, we do have, like I said, so the prediction rolls on. You've got 10 out of 12. I've got 7 out of 12 of the points remaining. Um, we do... Uh, the thing is, is, I think Arsenal are looking at us and thinking we'll lose the Liverpool. I think if we somehow, even if we draw... I think we need to win, yeah. ideally. For yeah. it to be in our own hands, we have to win. We have to win, yeah. We have to Unless win. Arsenal uh, lose to Leeds. Yeah, it doesn't seem likely, no. does it? But these say I, they didn't I, seem like they'd lose to Southampton, and they did, you know, no, recently. No, so no, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, every game, you know, is different. So, yeah, we, we play Liverpool. Uh, my hope is that we really show up and we show that we as a group, as a team under Conte, want to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a real benchmark moment for us. Um my, my, yeah, we got the players, Sam. We got the players. We have oh, got mate, the players. We, we've got it. We've definitely got it. We got the right people. It just, I, I, I do keep saying it, and I do mean it. And Liverpool are just a machine right now. Yeah. And you look at them, and you're like, like you said, they'd have to have a bad day. We'd have to have a good day, and then maybe we'd win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's that's, and really that's kind of the levels. That's the levels mm. where it is, and that's. But that can happen. So football, football's crazy. So exactly. fingers crossed. Because, uh, of course, if Liverpool do beat Tottenham, little Kean's going to give me no end of grief. Well, I could do without that. Um, so, you know, been a fan for all of six weeks, there but he's already, he's already the banter the crap out of me. Um, yeah, so that is it, everybody. Uh, Liverpool's next. Um, then it's the, the um, that other mob uh, from Woolwich. Um, and then, of course, it's, it's the running. Uh, these next two games, for me, feel like the, the massive... The massive sort of games coming up, and then Burnley and Norwich. I hope we've still got a lot to play for, yeah. 
potentially could just be dead rubbers, which sucks. Um, but let's uh, let's hope. Let's hope that we can go and get something at Liverpool, um, and then the few then is still very much in our own hands. Uh, but yeah, that's our show. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hope everyone has a really good time. Hopefully, we do get a result. Stay safe, everyone, and take care. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description. <laughs>